Hello out there, all you sexual tyrannosauruses. Welcome God. to Anyway. <laughs> That's all I got. The show where we talk about movies and occasionally try to sound like we know what we're talking about. My name is Sam Nolan. Who the hell are you? I am Anthony Battaglia, and I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> and you are one ugly <laughs> mother. Oh, I couldn't stay mad at you. Why couldn't I be sexy Tyrannosaurus or whatever? A sexual you said. Tyrannosaurus. Whatever you said. You are in my mind. Who are you? Uh, I'm Jason. How's it going, everyone? Uh, I would I would put a little predator quote in here, but <laughs> I won't. Well, all stick, right, around. <laughs> stick around. Stick <laughs> around. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to our show. We're already off to a great start. And hello to all of the Cinemaholics listeners out there. This is our this is our monthly uh, crossover onto the Cinemaholics feed, where we uh, hopefully try to wrangle in some new fans. I know we've, we've lost some people already, but uh, the ones who are still here, thank you for sticking around. We're glad to have you here. Uh, so what we do on our show, it's, it, we, it's, we've been on a break for a little while. This is our first proper episode back in almost two months, actually. Um, and uh, last week we caught up on all the feedback. This week we're going back to sort of our normal thing, uh, what we've been doing a lot recently, which is that we take a newly released uh, movie in a big franchise or a small franchise even, um, and talk about all the all the everything that's led up to this point in the franchise. Uh, we're we're sort of we're going to start doing this a little less frequently. We did it a whole bunch over the summer, but uh, blockbuster season. It is blockbuster season, so that's luckily that's uh, waning out a little bit. But we do have a big release uh, this past week. Uh, the latest installment in the ongoing Predator series was released, simply entitled The Predator, uh, directed by Shane Black, who was of course a cast member in the first Predator, Hawkins, uh, who was a very vulgar fellow. Uh, in in many ways, um, and uh, and we did <laughs> nothing. Okay. Well, I, I'm just you can't really say the jokes he says. No, not on our show. We try to maintain our a yeah. relatively family friendly. Even though I called everyone a sexual tyrannosaurus at the beginning, that was the opener. Yeah, that was the opener, man. That set the tone. Um, but yes, so we so we debated a little bit. What do we do? Because as you may know, the Predator franchise. Uh, did cross over with another uh, well-known big uh, sci-fi franchise that debuted around the same time, the Alien franchise. So we thought, okay, well, obviously we have to talk about all 12 of them. Then we slowly realized that would be outrageous <laughs> if we did all if we tried to do all 12 of them in the in the same episode. Yep. Um, so what we ultimately decided to do is we're going to talk about just the movies that have. Predators, or at, le at least one predator in them. So that's the four proper predator movies and the two AVP movies. And then what we're going to do AVP. is uh, we're going to we're going to uh, we're going to put it to the fans out there. Would you like us to do an Alien episode? Talk about the other six movies we were going to do. Uh, that's the four original Alien movies and the two newer ones. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about this episode. This week, let's talk about the Predator. Uh, it all started. It all started in 1987 with a movie very simply titled *Predator*, uh, directed by John McTiernan. Hell yeah! Who directed? <laughs> uh, who directed *Die Hard*? A movie we talked about recently. Um, and was a very um, was actually I, uh, this was his first uh, studio movie. Uh, he he directed another movie first uh, the year before called *Nomads*. 
which I've been wanting to see. I didn't get a chance to, but uh, that was that was sort of his debut. But then this was the big, you know, foray into uh, into the studio system, and uh, it was written by Shane Black. You know what I found out is that uh, Shane Black was hired to quote keep an eye on John McTiernan. Yeah, they 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 only cast him in the movie because they wanted him on set. So, hey, hey, you're acting. You might as well punch up the script while you're here yeah. as well. <laughs> That's why his role is so strange. Yeah. <laughs> as this really crass, sort of meek individual. In Was it just like a role that they just came up with last minute? As far as I can in? tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he he's the first to go. I mean, I think I think they just cast him in that role because of that reason. Yeah. Just so just so they can have the writer on set for a little bit. To justify it. add another death. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Predator is uh, is it's often cited as one of the better action movies of the eighties. It's considered like the great one of the greatest action movies of all time. I would much, agree yeah. with that. Um, and uh, and it, it does have a it it wasn't um, judging by my research, it wasn't like fantastically received at the time of its release. But of course, it started gaining a following, and now it's uh, and now it's widely considered to be rather good. Uh, what do we think of Predator? Well, I I liked it overall. Um, I, I it's it's kind of the same as like Die Hard for me, where everyone else seems to love it, mm-hmm. but there's just something about it that's not as exciting as everyone else. Doesn't quite click with yeah. You, um, it does with everyone else. You know, it's just it's 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 an '80s action movie where they just <laughs> spray bullets everywhere. <laughs> Which is kind of fun, um, but I would argue that that's the point. That yes, thinking. but it, 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 gets, it definitely has a very satirical angle to mm-hmm. it. Uh, being that's very damning of these macho military guys who just go in and kill people, you know, kicking ass and taking names, and then they're you know talking a big game and everything. Yeah, but there's there's a point where like there's too much action in a movie, like uh, in this movie. Yeah, I. Mm, in, in a way, yes, I think okay. it, it does take a while for them to get to that first. Uh, uh, what is it like a prisoner camp or, or not a yeah. prisoner camp? Yeah, the gorilla. It, it takes it takes them a while to get to that. Um, so I, I, I appreciated that you know some lead up to it, but mm. once they get there, it's it's pretty much just straight action for like the rest of the movie. Action suspense mm-hmm. uh, sort of gets really like really sort of claustrophobic mm-hmm. and anxious towards the end. Uh, Anthony, I know you love this movie. You're I one do. of those people. I this is probably I would put it in like top five greatest action movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I worship this movie. I think it's great in pretty much every aspect. Like. I, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I think we do need some of those over-the-top action movies, especially from the 80s, like because we don't really get those anymore. I think they're, I think everything tries to say something now, whereas this movie, it was just a straightforward, kick-ass, fun time. With that was, I, it I is, think it's a very. I can't argue with. It's that. actually yeah. a clever. Um, it's a well-told story, and it really works. Just. Mm. Like it's 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 like Die Hard, where like yes, it is just a great action movie, but there it's a very smart and well done action movie. I hmm. love it. Yeah, I was thinking like it shouldn't really work. So it's like a movie. Yeah, it's a, weird. Yeah, it, it it is a weird movie that that works and it shouldn't because how how 
Like there's how long into it does this predator show up? Like yeah, like a long time. And a while. And, and even then, when he shows like, up, you're like, okay, okay. It's a movie it's about this alien thing, but most of it is just like you're you're looking at Arnold and all these other dudes, and it, like I, I'm never bored. Like the, a lot of it is just kind of them marching around in the in the forest, but I'm not bored because of I love the score. Uh, I think it's Alan Silvestri it is, who, yeah. did, who does all the Marvel movies now, mm-hmm. and I really love this score, and I thought the the casting was perfect. And I think it really holds up. Like I think it's like it's it's still very watchable now, as like just as just a movie. Interesting, yeah. uh, guys. <laughs> I don't like it. Why not? I don't like the movie. <laughs> I d- you know something about this movie has never has never completely clicked with me. I've seen it three times now. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that was that was kind of fun, I guess. Um, yeah, granted, I've only seen this movie once. This was my first time watching it. I've seen it. it probably ten times. But so. something about it just wasn't quite there. Then I watched it again. I think I liked it a little bit more that time, um, just superficially. Like, oh, okay, it's just sort of an action movie. But I watched it again this time, and you guys know me. I'm like Sigmund Freud in many ways. I try to, I try to look at these things and try to figure out what the, what are you trying to do here? And I, I love the middle. I think the middle is fantastic. I think the part... Where you have all these uh, you have all these macho guys who are talking a big game, you know, with their their violence and their sexual prowess is like okay, I see what you're doing here. That was uh, that was very big in the era, sort mm-hmm. of the um, the satire of the Reagan era, you know, um, American men, you know, who are going to save our country from Arnold. God knows what. I know Arnold's not even American. That's the funniest <laughs> thing. It's the least American. But he's the most American. <laughs> What's your name? My name is Alan Dutch, John Matrix, and and Howard Langstrom. You never hear an actual like Austrian name from this guy. Yeah. Um, but anyways, as I was saying. Um, so I love that part and how they're going in, they're murdering all these foreigners for sort of a vague reason. Like, it's sort of, it's sort of not exactly specified what it is. Um, well, and, it is later. And mean, it is later, yeah. But, um, and, and, uh, and meanwhile, you have this, you have a literal alien, not like a, not like a, a quote, illegal alien. Um, but they're taking all this, all, just this glee and shooting and killing people uh just because just because they feel like it and because they want to shoot their big guns and everything uh obviously it's uh, very uh symbolic the of the phallic imagery and everything and uh and then you have this literal alien watching them seeing them for how uh vicious and unthinking and violent they are uh and obviously we would learn later that that's literally the point of the predators is to attack the most uh the big the greatest challenges of of humans earth's competitors earth's greatest thingies whatever, and whatever it is yeah. um and then you have them s- slowly start getting picked off and they start like you know whimpering and just essentially losing their manliness i love it um arnold shakes arnold shakes arnold you never shakes it's it's not you don't see that every day um but then I think the middle part is like it's it's the shortest part of the movie because I think the opening has a lot of really uh just just uninteresting to me uh like exposition and setup that I think I, I think you're right it does take a little bit too long and I'm like I sort of it's not that it's not that I want them to get to the predator 
It's just that I, I'm not really invested in this. Like, I'm not really sure what exactly I'm supposed to be latching onto um, besides just sort of watching them do things. And then at the end, after everyone gets killed rather abruptly, I think, uh, and then it's like literally a half hour of just this this standoff between the Predator and Arnold, which is kind of cool, um, I guess. But I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I just, I never really get into it. Um, it's not terrible by any means, but if, when I, when it ends, I'm like, you know, I'm not really sure, I'm not really sure what I was supposed to get out of that. And something about that just leaves me dissatisfied. Does that make sense? Well, I think it's, it's a genre movie. It's an action movie. I don't think you're supposed to get some sort of great mind blowing thought of like, Oh, I see. I think it's, I think it's they're liter- going for something. No, I, I disagree. I think it's literally entertainment. I it, think, it is on the I, surface. I, no, I think. On all levels, it is a masterpiece of entertainment quality. Sure, it's big budget, big action, big dudes, and I think that <laughs> yeah. I think that's the I whole mean, point. I think that's why uh, I do agree. It's that everyone's abruptly killed off, and it's just Arnold versus this thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's because I don't think that means anything. I think they just wanted big, biggest movie star ever at that time versus a really cool looking design dude, and like they're battling to the death. I I, I think that's it. And like they do, they do go for because, like you said, they don't really. We don't really know why they're uh, killing all these these um, gorillas. Mm-hmm. They're not literally gorillas. That's just how they. They're, they're, that you, confused me so much. For people who haven't, thing. for people who haven't yeah. seen the movie, they're not going to fight like you know Mighty Joe Young or anything. Yeah, it's spelled uh, a different way. Yeah. So, um, so, but then we find out later it was like something like Carl Weathers' character is like, oh, it was to protect our interest or something. Oh, see, I didn't even pay attention to that. Well, because it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like like the, I think those little moments are only in there to form a story, to form a structure. To have vague connective tissue. Exactly. I guess I just want more of that. I see it. I guess that's my point. Because it feels like it's setting up more. It feels like like it's setting up more. So what were you looking for? Based on, well, it's, it's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not sure. It's not, I'm not understanding from what this movie is trying to get at because based on what I know of John McTiernan uh, he does have stuff on his mind and yeah like compared to Die Hard and I guess I can't yeah yeah I do compare like, it to Die Hard you got these you know it's it's advocating it's a big for, blockbuster action movie but and it's straight up fun and mm-hmm. it's consistent and it's coherent and it's a single vision and it's also a brilliant uh, advocation of the working class and what they can do and how they can stand up to the big bad authority and everything but more than anything it's just fun and when i watch this movie i i I just i guess i just have trouble viewing it and enjoying it as one single storyline because i feel like it's setting up something interesting but but never really making a point i guess that's what i think i think the point is the the characters and i think okay because so like you're saying you have these overly macho giant dudes i don't think that's a comment on anything i think that's just how the 80s were no no, no. I, I don't know about that because yes, i, it see, is. I, I think see there, there, both of there are satirical from. moments like sexual tyrannosaur like nobody talks like that unless you're making <laughs> fun of them like like but i think the fact that just i think you're saying mm-hmm. that that's all they are that they all just they're big guys who get withered down because they get scared. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think they're big guys that 
there, there's, I think it's a thing called character development, where we have all these big guys who go and they know what they're doing. That's why Carl Weathers get the, gets these guys because they, they're the best. Mm-hmm. We need your guys, Dutch. They're the best. Yeah. So they go in and they do their thing and uh, they're, they're, they're successful. And that's, that's all that opening is. It's just them, it's just them being introduced and it's an action scene. Mm-hmm. But then we start seeing them get picked off and we see the human come out of them. Right. I don't disagree at all with that. But, like, I think that's the point. I think the human, like, we, we get to know that we, we see Jesse Ventura's character mm-hmm. and how he, he gets blown up and how um, Bill Duke's character is really sad because they had a real connection. And we, we get this sense that they were just really good. They were the close ones in the group. They were the best friends because he's, like, talking to them and they have the, the flask and he freaks out the <laughs> most. And I, I, I think it's a character study on... This kind of like, yes, big guys who are overly muscular and overly testosterone filled, Mm -hmm. how they can also just, just kind of be scared. Like Billy says in them, like, I'm scared. Like, I think that's the point. And I think that's it. And I think, I don't know what else you're looking for. Like, do you want, do you want like a societal commentary? No, not necessarily. It's, it's more of a pacing thing. Um, cause, cause. You, you look at uh, Bill Duke's character, who's this clearly is somewhat uh, traumatized or at least like sort of worn down by um, even at the beginning before all the <clears throat> before all the predator stuff happens. Uh, you see that it's it's starting to get to him a little bit. He's a little yeah, insane. Like, like the beginnings of PTSD. Yeah. Or and like if he's not there already. Yeah. And I, I really got the sense that he was like he's like that character who's going to say, damn. Only two days left to retirement. <laughs> like I kind of got that sense from him more than anyone. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And so, and then when they all, because you're right, they do get their their human side does show. But when you're when you're actually watching the movie, it's such a it's such a quick part of it, and they get through it so fast that it sort of makes me think that well, maybe there wasn't uh, maybe there wasn't an idea after all. Uh, and it, it feels like quick. It goes through it. it Kills them all off like really okay. fast. Yeah. Like watch it again. It happens so fast it does. that they all get killed. And I guess that's not something about that is not quite effective to me on even just a pure character level. Like I don't feel the death of these characters. I don't feel like uh, Arnold uh, is reacting at the end. Like I feel like it's just sort of it's just sort of events playing out, but that I'm never really getting connected to well i think that's just that goes back to just the that is entertainment it's 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 a very pulpy movie sure like it's, and i it's, guess i want more yes yeah. but i think but do you but are you saying it's a bad movie i know you don't like it but do you, i think it goes back to what we were saying last week with mm-hmm. um good like favorite versus sure. worse is it like i does it to you does it work as what it is which is just a just entertainment action movie to me it does but it's just not my kind of... Right, exactly. It's not my and, cup of tea. And I think like, that's fine. It's, it's the same with Die Hard. But I think to fault a movie because it's not what you expected mm-hmm. is... I don't know. I think that's going about it. In the, like when you go into something expecting something and because it doesn't... Because it goes a different way. Like... It's not that it goes a different way from what I was expecting. It's that it goes a different way from what it's setting up. That's the thing is that there's like... There's this thing that happens in uh, storytelling. I don't know the exact uh, terminology or anything... But it's essentially, I've heard it referred to as a contract with the audience, where it sets up in the first couple of scenes, um, 
this is sort of this is the movie you're in for uh and and it and most movies will not break that contract and if it does it usually has some sort of point and this movie sort of it feels like it breaks it in a way but i'm not necessarily seeing the point the point is i think the point is entertainment i seriously think that's it and i think i think that's what it is mostly but when it's also trying to work at this other level which is this uh interesting directorial vision that john mctiernan has of the story he wants to tell when that falls short, it sort of it makes the entertainment part of the movie worse by by so, association. So, what is the predator then? What do you mean? In this in this directorial vision, what is the point of the predator? I would say that it is. It, I was sort of referring to it earlier. Um, it's this. It's this uh, essentially a foreigner to Earth, and it has better stuff than them. It's smarter than them. It's it, it's like it's really exotic and stuff, and they don't know what to make of it or how to deal with it. And they're sort of they're they're sort of realizing they sort of underestimate it at the beginning because that they I, I might be remembering incorrectly, but they have they somebody sort of spots it and it's like invisibility cloak or something. Um, and they say, oh, what's that? Ah, it must have been a hallucination or something. They don't really take it seriously until it, start, until it starts murdering them. And I, th- I, don't, I would argue that that's the point they're trying to make, that they don't necessarily deliver on. Underestimating okay. the, um, the... The foreign power? The, essentially, yeah. I'm, like, okay. that's, that's sort of what it is. I guess, I guess that's it, is that I'm seeing this sort of... This somewhat incomplete vision that I would like to see... Uh, that I would like to see fleshed out a little bit more, and I guess that's it. That okay, I, so like, so Arnold and uh, Arnold and Gang, they were the foreign power going in, and they won, and they get taken out by their own foreign power. Yeah, and uh, more or less. You're, you're saying that you wanted more. Um, I don't want to say like I don't think you're looking for yeah, commentary. What, what would you right? prefer? Like you're like, looking, you're like, do you want? Are you looking for a character, the characters to have a realization? Perhaps that would be that would be an interesting angle to take. I guess I'm looking for. I get. I'm, I'm going to bring this word up a lot in this episode. Um, is some sort of reflection. Okay. I think. I, th- I feel like the pacing, and I'm, I know it sounds like I want yeah. some crazy existential, like Arnold, <laughs> to be like, "What is the universe? I'll never find out." That's not really it. I mean, I guess. I guess. I guess it's just the way I look at movies. I think that's what we're learning here. Is uh, I'm I'm trying to sort of see because I feel like there are there are very few movies that are or not not very few, but there are movies that are just pure entertainment, and there's movies that are are pure entertainment, but they're also something else. And I feel like this is trying to be that, and it's not quite getting there. And that's why I'm having trouble. So I disagree that it is trying to be something else Mm -hmm. because um, I read a thing that the the pitch for the movie was literally... No, 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 okay. The pitch for Home Alone was Predator, but... In a house with a kid, uh-huh. so I think I think that's honestly what they're going for here. That that's the pitch, though. I'm saying that that was the pitch. That's the that's the but when you superficial when you, when you look on, at what they on. did. That's okay. the superficial thing. But John McTiernan came in, or whoever, or, uh, Shane Black, and they tr- and they tried to add this other layer that I feel never fully gets there. That's just that's just my point. So I think when you when you look at what they did with, I think like a commentary level. You mean like they're 
uh, stuff they're trying to say. Like that's one word, or just but just the other story they're trying to okay. tell. What is the other? What is the other story going on here besides just okay. guys in the forest getting killed by an alien? So I think sounds funny. I think to me. the other story, as you're referring to it, I think that stops after the girl gets to the helicopter, I, and I think. I think at the at the two thirds point towards the end, yeah. yeah. And I think once I th- I think the sh- then I think the story just becomes man overcoming um, bad thing okay. because I don't think there is a big thought process in terms of um, the human will or anything. I think it just becomes um, like look at like it's not like there it's not like the movie is a failure in terms of the story, like the story. The plot is um, alien fights people and people want to win. Yeah, and I don't think it fails in that sense at all because it is it is really cool actually. Like it is a very creatively told thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just some half-assed guy in a suit. Like that thing with with like the predator itself is a very new and creative thing and I think that's more of what they were going for I think they're trying to tell a new action a new action story nothing had been done like this before I think they're trying to go at, at the action genre as at a new angle okay. and I think they're trying but use the familiarity of um, Arnold and all these big dudes to kind of mash it with this kind of um, smart alien thing where it could have just been uh, I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think they should have gone too far to what you're saying, where there's this reflection. Like, where would that have fit in? Where would the reflection have fit in? Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It can just be a little moment. I'm saying that like, it's it's. I I don't feel the effectiveness of certain things the way I think the movie would have liked me to. Uh, like when everyone gets killed, it happens, and that's just sort of it. I'm like, well, that was okay. I, I guess they're gone now. I don't really feel that much, and I know it's a desperate situation, but it doesn't even seem like they're trying to evoke anything with that. Uh, and I guess I just I, I feel like saying that it's just trying to be entertainment and nothing else is sort of underselling what they're going for here. I think what they're going for is smart entertainment, like Die Hard. Where yes, they, there is something to say. Okay. Where with the the middle class thing, but I don't think. I, I think I think when you when when the when the goal of an action movie, the goal of Die Hard is not to make you reevaluate the middle class. No, the it's not. goal is to entertain. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the goal so with Predator first, exactly, and then and then and then you want to underlay. They have their like messages. Yeah, you want to underlay it with, with that stuff, and I think they. And just, that's where I think it falls short. I don't think it falls short. I just think you wanted more focus, more focus on it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Because I think it is there. I think, yeah, I think there, I mean, I'm terrible with picking up messages in movies, but I I do think that there is something there. But, yeah, I I could have used maybe a scene or two of some sort of reflection. Because I think that's ultimately it. I think that's the ultimate reason why I say why I say that I'm dissatisfied th- with this movie is because even at the purest entertainment level, I just feel like I just don't think it's structured very well. I, I think the transition between the acts um, just doesn't necessarily work. And I'm not, I'm not, it's not stringing me along the way other action movies do. I don't know. I thought it worked in terms of just... Um just well done action. Like it is a well done 
thi- like nothing looks cheap. Nothing looks. No, it looks like fun. they're cutting corners. All like, the action is fun. Like I thought it was great. Like how like uh, it's just a fun thing where they're like they they're all blowing their full loads into the forest. <laughs> like I thought that was hilarious. It is. And I thought it was cool and uh-huh. exciting. And I thought that was it was like that snap with Bill Duke's character. Uh-huh. And I thought it worked. And I think I, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. I think you're right on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I, I think you're faulting it too much because it is a very well done action entertainment piece. And I think to say that maybe so, but I can get I can get action other places. But it's as like, good as this, sort of, yeah. From, Where from? Well, aliens. Alien, there, I guess in terms of. Like I, 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 Spring bullets I, I agree that Indian, Aliens yeah. is a better movie than Predator, okay. but I think Predator is for what it is, which is this going at it at a new angle, this crazy action set piece, mm-hmm. this high budget thing. I think it worked really well because Aliens had a bigger budget. Aliens had a... Not that much bigger, but it was bigger. It, it had more will going, more goodwill going in, and it had... Um, James Cameron, sure. who was like he is a visionary, and he 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 is better at getting his message through. And I think John McTiernan, for his first big budget thing, did a just just a fine like a better than fine job at telling this story. Okay, that's yeah. we're, we're we're sort of at a stalemate here. Um, it uh, it maybe maybe it'll work for me one day. Uh, but it hasn't quite yet. I mean, I, I, I do. I, I don't fault anyone for liking it, but it's not. And I liked it my overall. cup of tea. I liked it overall, but it's it's just the same kind of like thing with Die Hard. <laughs> Jason just, is literally between us right now. <laughs> I know. I'm literally <laughs> between. I'm like, I, I was just very indifferent on it. It was, it was, it was fine. Yeah. I I get why people really like it, um, but it's just not my kind of thing. Like Die Hard. Okay. Sorry. Sure. So I guess McTiernan fans. Sorry. I guess that that was that was quite a long time that we spent on the first Predator, <laughs> but it was it came out. It was very successful. Uh, made made a lot of money. Uh, like like I said uh, at the beginning, their critical reception for this was not fantastic at the beginning, but it sort of it's it started to gain a bit of a following, and so it, it was enough. It was enough to make a sequel titled Predator Two. A lot of thought went into that title. And well, no thought goes into any of these titles. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they yeah. just add an S just or a put the. Just on it. Unless, or put a, put a three, a raised three. Or on a raised, it. a cube. To the, to the power. To, to the, the power third power. Three, and then resurrect it unsuccessfully. <laughs> we digress. Yeah. We're talking, of course, about Predator 2, uh, which is actually the... the a rather lesser known sequel. Like, who talks about Predator Two anymore? When you're I not, mean, it's, it's just when you're those, not talking about the rest of the. Of it's just the one of those '80s sequels, you know. It came out. It came 90s, out in the '90s, but, but yeah. it's just, it's just one of those standard successful movie gets sequels. You know, it yeah. looks like an '80s movie. Yeah, it does. Well, it was probably filmed in the '80s. So oh, makes sense. Yeah, naturally. Uh, so what happens is that we're we open in the jungle at the. We hear those drums that we heard from the first movie. It flies over the jungle and then pans up, and there's a big city right there. It's yes. like 
letting you know right off the bat, this is a whole different ball game. <laughs> it's Predator, but in the city. That's pretty much what it is. I, yeah. I, 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 I forget the exact phrasing, but I think one of the taglines was, from the actual jungle to the urban jungle. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> and, uh, and we open on this violent shootout in the street um, between the police and, I believe... Like the drug, Colombian yeah, drug, cartel, drug cartel, right? Uh, who are who are at war with the Jamaican drug cartel, and it's and it's Los Angeles, right? I believe so. Um, and uh, and Danny Glover shows up as this police officer, and you realize, oh, this this officer has uh, methods, has very specific methods, and then this officer has balls. Yeah, he's got cojones. He's too old for this stuff, and um, then we cut to this. Overhead shot in infrared lighting, we immediately know, ooh, the Predator's watching. Uh, and uh, Predator goes into a building, just starts killing people. Then a bomb explodes inside the building. Danny Glover's like, what happened up there? And goes up and sees someone fleeing the scene. Uh, and what he doesn't know is that he's running from the Predator. And so uh, they go up onto the roof, and Danny Glover... Is uh, has has the gun trained on the guy, and the guy starts shooting at the predator behind him. Mm-hmm. But Danny Glover thinks he's shooting at him. Uh, turns around, sees a weird hazy mirage. Thinks, oh, it must be the heat. Nope, it was a predator. And it goes from <laughs> there. And for a while, I think it actually balances the two storylines okay uh, between what the predator's doing and this sort of investigative police work. They're trying to figure out what are these strange murders that are happening. Um, and, uh, then Gary Busey shows up as the corporate guy who knows there's an alien and wants to weaponize it. You've seen this character before, certainly, but not as Gary Busey, not as (laughs) Gary Busey. That's for sure. Yeah. Predator two is a weird one, isn't it? It's like, it's like, okay, there's a movie here. I don't. I don't know what it is. I feel like this. This is certainly, even though I'm not a fan of the first one, I think this is certainly a a bit of a step down. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. From, from the first one, it sort of just it unravels really quickly. By no means is this a good movie. Yeah, no, not really. Okay. In fact, I'd even say it's it's rather bad. I agree. I, I think it is bad, but I think it's. It's fun to me. Like it's very occasionally. It's very quirky and weird, and it's it's. I don't think it's your standard sequel. Mm-hmm. I think they tried to do something new, but I think that's the extent of their effort. Like, hey, let's what did they do new? I, was, I haven't seen this movie. I ran out of time. It was either this or, or AVP Requiem. <laughs> I chose wrong. Okay. Um, haven't even seen this one, but I chose wrong. Um, what did they? Do differently in this besides just having right. a city in the city. So I think they tried to go just a completely different way. So instead of giant jacked dudes, it's just kind of a normal city cop. Just Danny Glover. Just Danny Glover. It's actually a detective story for yeah. a while. Oh really? Yeah. And I think Danny Glover is really great in this movie. Actually, I think he carries it like uh-huh. really well. And um, I think it it's it, the movie doesn't work. There's too much. <laughs> there's too much mess. There's too much crap. There's just thrown together. Yeah, it is thrown points. together. It's like it's like they filmed three movies at the same time and then edited <laughs> them together, and they converge. Yeah. in this weird climax. Yeah, 
weird climax. Do you, do you wow. care if we get No, I, do, I don't care. Okay, so this it's is... Predator 2. So, right. this, so this is what happens. Danny Glover Damn. realizes, I think there's an alien here. Yeah. Just sort of dawns on him. And uh, literally goes to a gypsy fortune teller yeah, in was, an alleyway. That was weird. In an alleyway. And, oh. the, and the gypsy fortune teller, who is who is uh, part of the Jamaican drug cartel, mm-hmm. tells him, oh, this is something extraterrestrial. Confirmed. That's it. Oh, wow. And then Danny Glover walks away. Five seconds later, the predator shows up and kills the, the fortune teller. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait, okay, so Danny Glover is convinced there's an alien. Yeah. He goes to a fortune teller. Yep. Or, uh, yeah. And then they confirm his thoughts of it being an alien. You're like, yeah, it's an alien. Yeah. And then is, is and then Danny, Danny Glover, Glover surprised? He, he goes off and just like, to find the alien. Huh. And then they killed the fortune and then, teller. And then Bill Paxton's in there. Yep. And Gary Really? B- Did you know Gary Busey, like his role was going to be Arnold. Like really? they, they offered that part of the the guy who already knows. <laughs> so they was, gave it to that was no no. Piece. They had to rewrite it. They had to rewrite okay. it. But that, but Arnold didn't. He <laughs> Arnold was right not to take the role because it was he did. He said he didn't like the script and he didn't like that it was in the city. Now this was Which, too. Arnold was too good for Predator Two. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he had better things to do. Arnold this was time. too good. Yeah, I think this is around the time. He, of last he was action still. Hero. He was still he was, on high he was demand. Still he was still. Big, yeah, th- this is around the time of Last Action Hero, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think he, I'll stay with John McTiernan. Yeah, he was the Last Action Hero. Guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> but, um, the hell yeah. Yeah, but um, in this movie. I don't understand Gary Busey's role at the end. Like, I never... I don't know why he's there. I guess because they're, they're trying to capture it still. And Bill Paxton's there for some reason. He's he's some really obnoxious yeah, Bill Paxton type. He's the new recruit at the police station. Yeah, he's like making crude jokes to the receptionist. <laughs> I, could tell, I can see it. This, he's funny. Yeah, he's a is character out of one of the Lethal Weapon movies. Um, yeah, over the top. Yeah. And nobody, if it was somebody else, I would have hated the character, but I love Bill Paxton. Yeah. Abrupt death, like a lot of predator deaths. Yeah. Um, and then it all went, winds up, stuff happens, and then it all winds up, Danny Glover and the predator are hanging off the side of a building. Mm-hmm. And Danny Glover gets one of the... The Predator has, like, these throwing discs that yeah. are razor sharp. Yeah. Like a ninja star. Cuts off its arm <gasps> just in time for the... You know the little self-detonation? Yeah, like, yeah. at Predator 1. Oh, he, starts, cool. he starts laughing in yeah. Predator 1. And he's like, he's like, hey, look at you. Screw you. I got a wristwatch that explodes. Say goodbye. So he, starts, he starts doing that in this one. And what is Danny Glover? He jumps into the next building or something? Well, what happens is that it cuts off the arm. The predator falls off arm one right. with one arm with severe wounds to the torso, mm-hmm. but manages to grab onto a pipe that that swings down and goes into into the window of an apartment building mm-hmm. into someone's bathroom. Yeah. It cuts to the people who live at the apartment like, Johnny, I think someone's in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And then the predator in a very in a scene reminiscent of the first Terminator, like starts doing surgery on itself yeah. with like it puts a I don't know what it does, but it has this weird mysterious med kit, the pred kit, I call it. And it <laughs> and it, and it it gets some drywall and shards of glass from a mirror and crushes them together and forms like a spackle. Whoa. I'm not even kidding. 
It's crazy. This sounds awesome. And it, it's we, weird. And we cut back it's to funky. We cut back to. Is Danny this something Glover. I would like? I think you would enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably on on just a pure entertainment yeah. level. It, it's sort of there are some really sort like of weird campy. parts. It's campy okay. as hell. Yeah, I'd probably um, like it. But we cut back to Danny Glover who's hanging off the side of this building who's afraid of heights. He's <clears> like, <throat> I ain't gonna let these heights get the best of me or something. And climbs over to a, to another pipe and starts shimmying down it. <laughs> And then some, and then swings over and gets into the same apartment building. But the predator's gone. He's like, "Where'd the where'd the alien go?" Uh, or oh, there's a there's a hilarious line. I forget what it is. Uh, oh yeah, he, he I think he shows him a badge or something and says like, "LAPD, where'd he go?" I don't. And, and someone in the apartment says, "I don't think he cares who you are." <laughs> Points in the direction. And then they they there's like a little chase scene. They wind up in the Predator's spaceship Which, that it got there in the first place. Wait, he I, chases the Predator? He chases the Predator. Yep. Why? Wouldn't, why? He wants to arrest him. I don't know. <laughs> do, do, by this point, it's just a personal vendetta. Can't, pretty much. Can't, you he just, my can't he just turn around and kill him with anything on his little utility belt? Well, I mean, the Predator's loot, he lost. Oh, he lost? He's like, oh, okay. He's oh like, yeah, I guess. He's got to go. He's missing we, an arm. It's too. established in this movie the Predators have a very strict honor code. Yeah. Oh. And I, I, actually, I actually really like that about. The ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. Should we say what happens? Might I as mean, well. Yeah, if, if you don't want to, if you don't want the end of the Predator, fast the predator forward two. like a couple minutes. Uh, it's it's not that big of a reveal. No, I guess, so like they're but, on the they're on the ship. Yeah, and then um, he, they have another little tussle, and Danny Glover kills the Predator. Yep, and then like fifteen other ones oh, you, you show s- up. You skipped a very important part where what? Danny Glover goes in, and there's nobody there, and looks at the wall, and there's a whole like rack, rack of, of skulls, skull trophies from other species. One, one of, of which is an alien is a xenomorph. A xenomorph. So that means okay, official crossover there. That's I right. Mean, Probably not. I, I think it was just a thing that, like, it was just an Easter egg. It's yeah, the directors were like, so yeah, then, let's put that in. So and then, then, um, then, like, fifteen other predators show up. Yep, and they give, and it's kind of stupid, but I thought it was fun. It's so the the the, the king predator. He he sees that Danny Glover is a true warrior, so he gives him a pistol from like seventeen twelve <laughs> of a pirate that he killed. Yeah. Which shows that these predators have been hunting people <laughs> since like forever, and then Danny goes like seventeen, twelve, what the hell? And then and then they fly away. What? And yeah. they fly away. And then Danny Glover emerges from the rubble. And some some other cop is like, where have you been? And Danny Glover's like, you don't even want to know. And the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's very stupid, but I oh thought it was God, hilarious. No, and that's I loved perfect. It. Yeah. You should you should watch I this. would love this. Just for the oh the last God. ten minutes of the movie is just really cool and dumb. <laughs> And it's, it Sounds gives you a, a little more uh, depth into the what the predator species is. Yeah, and it's really it's. I thought it was it was a terrible movie. But yeah. Fun. So what fun. are you guys' problems with the movie? Because it's just stupid. <laughs> Same as the first one, really. Okay. Except except worse. I just I, I don't care about any of the characters really, except for uh, Danny Glover. I think yeah, none I of them agree. are none of them are terribly well developed. Um, yeah, they try. They try. They they. This is one of those movies where they consider the just the fact that you introduce the character. That's all the development they need. <laughs> like, oh, this is the tough female cop, and this is the obnoxious male cop, and this is the this, and this is the the scary Jamaican dude who has a sword, and it, it's just like. That classic character. It doesn't character. work. <laughs> that classic character. It doesn't work. Yeah, and then also there's this there's this other weird thing, and this is such a Sam thing to complain about. 
but they they also have this other storyline that they abandon like halfway through the movie with this with this crazy like drug warfare that's going on the predators interfering and just killing killing off like sort of the worst of humanity and it's not even that i want any sort of commentary but that completely just becomes irrelevant like two-thirds of the way through it's like yeah whatever happened to that drug warfare thing they never go back to it so yeah there's that structurally it's bad writing wise there's nothing super memorable no there isn't character wise nothing super memorable enjoyable moments Occasionally, but it's but it's kind of a chore to get through. Ultimately, doesn't leave a very big impression. Although, yeah. like, like we've like we've established, there are some very interesting moments. Yeah, there are there there are things to enjoy, but it's not something I want to watch again. No, no, I would say that. So I, at least I'm glad we're on the same page with that one. Uh, so then, the Predator took a took a little bit of a break for a while. Uh, it was Predator Two came out in 1990. It wouldn't be until 2004 that it appeared again. It came back with a punch. With a punch, yeah. And uh, for yes. for a while, there there was a lot of extended uh, material, like comic books and video games and stuff, um, which is actually where it first crossed over with the Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, but and and they were very popular, which inspired. Uh, or which greenlit Alien v Predator or versus Predator um, AVP AVP came out in 2004 um, and so obviously since this is where it crossed over with the Alien franchise the Alien franchise at this point was sort of in a similar place you had the first Alien which everyone knows and everyone loves uh, and then you had the second one which pretty much the same thing uh, I love the first two and then you have the third one which sort of gets a divided a divisive reaction to a point. I mean, no, people it's hate mostly it. <laughs> it's mostly negative. They don't yeah. hate it as much as four. There are some Watch there are Mojo some defenders of three. Well, I think people Watch Mojo <laughs> hates anything that isn't the Dark Knight or the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, it's I, true. I, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up on them. Yeah. But I think with um, Alien Three, I think a lot of the defenders are just appreciating the, the the fact that they did something completely different, even if it was poorly done. Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't I, seen it. It's an it's an interesting direction, but it doesn't work. No, uh, and then Alien Resurrection is just a train wreck of a movie. What a just slap in the face to people who like <laughs> it Alien looks movies. magnificent. It does. It looks what? incredible. To just me. visually, um, I don't know. I watched one scene from it okay. where I think Ron Perlman's like exploding or something. <laughs> well, if you see and, Ron or no, Perlman I think exploding. I don't know if it's Ron per- Perlman, but there's like an alien coming out of him, and it's just like. The shakiest action I've ever seen, and it was just the craziest stuff. I yeah, there's some crap in that. It's movie. not a well shot movie. No, but yeah, so the Alien franchise was sort of dead cinematically as well. Uh, but then they crossed over. They came back. It was AVP, mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator, the thing everyone wanted because they had, yep. like I said, they had crossed over in the uh, in the extended lore and everything. Um, <laughs> so it starts out, um, and. Uh, Someone realizes, hey, there's a heat signature in Antarctica. Like, what's the deal with that? So they go to check it out. They do some, they do some imaging, and they realize there's a pyramid-like structure underneath the Antarctican surface, <laughs> underneath a, a underneath a, a a whaling station, I believe. Um, yeah. So they acquire a bunch of you know the greatest experts in. Uh, in uh, the scientific community or something to go and see what's happening. Uh, and it, they go down, they realize 
And at the same time, the audience, we realize that they are, there is absolutely no continuity with the, with the other two franchises no. at this point. This is very much they its own care. thing. Yeah. Uh, very much its own thing. But it's like a secret xenomorph tomb down there. Yeah, it, it, yep. they really go in depth with the, with the backstory. And it's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Show me aliens and predators fighting. And to be fair, they do cut to the chase with it. They, they, they do, do sort but of. I, I, I don't I don't think that was on purpose. I think that's because they didn't have anything else to no, do. It's Paul W. Anderson. He's not good at anything other than garbage action. <laughs> Sorry, and it is garbage action in this movie. Yeah, I it's hated this movie well as as a kid. Yeah, and I liked Paul W. S. Anderson movies as a kid, and I hated this movie. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah. your Jason standards were mm-hmm. were uh, shattered. Were shattered abruptly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Aliens show up. Predators are like, hey, there's some aliens awake down on Earth. Better go take care of it. Aliens fight predators. Humans are involved and caught in the, caught in the crossfire. It's pretty much what you expect. Uh, here's something fascinating I found out a few minutes ago. Um, so there was, by in, in the wake of Alien Resurrection, can't imagine what it must have been like. Right. There was, uh, there, there was rumors of an Alien 5, and James Cameron was actually theorized to be working on it uh, back when he was actually, like, going to do movies. There was going to be a collaboration with him and Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was going to happen. Um, but then they announced that they were going, that this is the new direction they're going with. They're going to cross over with the Predator franchise. James Cameron said, I don't have the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of, yeah, that's stupid. This is not, <laughs> this is not going to work out. The movie came out. James Cameron said, you know what? I, he enjoyed it. I kind of liked it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you know and what? Ridley Scott kind of condemned it. Yeah, Ridley Scott is. I, so these are not connected to my movies. He won't even admit to have seen have seen Probably it. Probably not. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny though? I sort of am almost on the same page with James Cameron. It is dumb and stupid, and I don't care about anything that happens. But I'm able to get through it for whatever reason. I, I wish I could tell you why. It is thin, uncomplicated, uninteresting storytelling. But I. There's just enough there for me to be like, okay, whatever. I didn't despise myself while watching. <laughs> I just think it's so 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 boring to me. And the only boring. the only joy I got out of it was like when Predator and Alien or and a Xenomorph fight. There was it, like it's one just like it's, it's just kind of cool to see them together, I guess. And that's really it. Like that's and I guess the, it's... the ice tube was cool. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to find something here. I thought the, the my issue with the movie was you have these two very iconic properties fighting to the death and they keep they this I call it the Godzilla problem where you keep cutting away from the stuff you want to see and you cut to the un, uninteresting people. Oh, I'm about to get smashed by a rock. Like <laughs> it, I, don't, it, I don't care. Dude. It just blew my mind how they kept not showing the predators and aliens fighting. Like, like we care what this discount Ripley is doing. Like, we care what any of what's going on with the people. Like, it's it's insane. Like, there was I thought there was one good action scene. It's the part where the the predator he shoots the net at the alien and he kind of gets that bloody thing mm-hmm. pattern on his face. That was a good sequence, and it, it was cool to see the predator's strength throwing him through the walls and all that crap. 
But they just, I don't care about literally any of them. <laughs> and it's just like, and what did you guys think of the backstory they gave to the Predators? Where like, oh, it's the trials where they, they send teenager Predators down. So now we're watching like going through puberty Predators fighting these aliens. What did you guys think Little of that? scene on top of the pyramid. Yeah. Like what, what was your thoughts on that? The, I didn't like it. Like is that relevant to I didn't to like anything? most of this movie. Like 90% of it. No, it's not. Uh. It's bothered the hell out of me. <laughs> no, it's just some, like, Paul W.S. Anderson stuff. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm the expert on him. But for, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I don't know, there, there, there's, I just, I found parts of it kind of neat, honestly. I'm glad, I, I'm glad you did. I think it's, it's sort of, it's like an interesting, like, okay, let's, there, I, I knew going in, that they're just completely doing their own thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to be a little bit open to this. And I thought it's it's mildly interesting how the how the predators come down and uh, and have produced like thousands and thousands of xenomorphs just to just cuz they just for practice. can. It's for practice. I think it I think it goes with what we know of the predators so far. So I didn't mind that. Um, yeah, I could I mean, considering it's an alien versus predator movie, it could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot could better. Could have been, like yeah, like yeah. you. I, I really think they really could have done something special with the success of the previous movies, and they really could have like done like why not have why not put effort into writing a Ripley like character or a Dutch like character where you can follow and you know trust that they'll get you through this thing. Whereas I did, like, every single person in this movie, I wanted to die. <laughs> and it's just, like, that's not how movies should be. Yeah. Like, uh, it really bothered me how they just... And it, just a little nitpick. What is up with the inconsistencies with the, um, the xenomorphs popping out of the people? Like, it takes, like, five minutes now for them to get face hugged it, and then it's, it's just, over. It, Whereas, it changes. Uh, it, bothers it changes me. in every That's just a nitpick that I kept... Having issues with with all the all the alien movies, especially mm-hmm. AVP though, <laughs> it's like it's like, and a predator gets in, what inseminated, I guess, is what it would be impregnated. Yeah, what did you guys think of that? Uh, As a setup, I, well, I we mean, don't see it fully fleshed out until the isn't following that the, installment. Isn't that the very end? Well, yeah. so shot. And, well, I mean, that's, it, that's the thing. So like, they they kind of they they flash to him getting face hugged. And then nothing comes of it for like an hour, whereas yeah. everybody else who gets face hugged, they're they're popping out within five minutes, and it's that that, that is just Maybe bad. Predator it takes longer for predators. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sure. We well we know predators from, and dogs. We know yeah, from yeah. Alien Three that the xenomorph sort of assumes the form of whatever it uh, whatever it impregnates. Right. So I guess there's that there's precedent for it, but yeah, it's it's not really effective. Again, it's not an it's not an effective good movie, but I guess I just I got through it, and sometimes that's I'm glad. I'm, I'm you know, really I don't glad. know. I think for whatever reason, when I remember it, I I remember the action more than the the human stuff. Like, what, what was your favorite uh, action sequence? Uh, the stuff in the. In the like underground tomb and stuff, when they when they like it, when it really like first when the walls, started, like when the walls are changing and people are getting trapped. Yeah, that stuff. Okay, it's just sort of it's it's just sort of you know crazy, wacky, madcap, zany action with aliens and predators. Uh, 
I didn't, you know, I didn't love the characters or anything, but I, I didn't hate them the way you did. I guess there was just enough personality there for me to be like, okay, whatever. I guess I for, for me it was, was like standard really personality, wooden. like stand, is, oh, standard yeah. tough leader, standard rich guy, standard tough one. You know what? I went in with amazingly low standards, so maybe that's, maybe that's it. it. Amazingly low expectations, I yeah. should say. Uh, so I was like, oh, some fun stuff, I guess. Uh, nothing beyond that, though. I'm, I'm glad you <laughs> got something. A, a vague expansion of lore, which is okay. That's kind of neat. Yeah, that's that's sort of my whole attitude on this movie. Yeah, okay, it's, 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 it's the George it's Lucas fun, attitude. Guess, yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then we got AVP. AVP R. R. <laughs> First off, you can't start your movie with a title screen that says AVP R. Yeah, and then underneath. Alien vs. Predator Requiem. There's too many words on the screen. It, it yeah. looks it looks dumb. AVPR, that looks dumb. Yeah. Whenever the AVP stuff flashed on screen, it, remember those old like uh, DVD commercials where the THX would... <laughs> that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. It's just like, go away. <laughs> AVP, we're here. <laughs> this is the we movie. Did, this is it. <laughs> so everything you were saying about how the human characters are amazingly distracting and take away this movie takes it to a oh zillion my notch that up God. to 11 cuz at least the first one has terrible. the decency to sort of to get get to, to the stuff yeah. it takes like a half hour in this for for in either an alien or a predator and it's, to even show up it's painful it's like it this crazy terrible. small town detective story yeah and then there's and like a love story in so many honestly there's like a too many book. characters it's like oh the bully boyfriend and the hot chick oh, and then God. the nerdy guy so who likes cringy. the hot chick and it takes it's so, so terrible long. and then the whole pizza oh. delivery scene is <laughs> stupid I thought it was a porno it was insane. It, yeah it looks. It looks. Uh, this movie looks terrible. Yeah, and I thought a- AVP looked terrible. This uh. movie looks <laughs> off. The the color is all off. The lighting <coughs> is terrible. Um, the best actor they have in this movie is John Ortiz, and he's terrible. <laughs> yeah, everyone is so bad. I don't oh know God. what they were thinking with this movie. It's violent. I mean, it's. I don't if, even if remember like, being that violent. It's. I mean, it's more violent than AVP. So if you want to see like was, was, AVP, but was a AVP more violent, PR PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Okay. There's like an unrated cut, but it's a PG thirteen. Something, something that cut, actually impressed like, me about AVP was like there was a lot of blood in that movie. Like they took yeah, chances with the action in there AVP. Are, but it's like, but it, I didn't notice much of that in two. Like there's like they're like they try like they try to go for that Jaws type thing where like you don't show the mm-hmm. the the killings or anything or the creature. But it just didn't work. Like, no. they even do a job. Like, he, he jumps in the pool. <laughs> and then he's got his tail coming up. And they're like, get out of the water! And then, oh, This movie. Yeah. You know, it's not good. That's like all it's you not, can say. Yeah, yeah, is there all you, really all anything else to say about it? Because... It's like a sci-fi movie. It's like a, like a sci-fi network movie. Except... No, it worse. looks... It looks and feels like a sci-fi yeah. movie. Yeah. It... Oh, my... God, yeah. I, and I've seen it on sci-fi. Except it takes itself way more seriously. And I didn't realize that I've seen it on sci-fi many times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't even know. It takes itself so seriously. For half of the movie, you would be com- you would completely believe someone if they told you it was like 
some weird, you know, indie drama. That's why. Stuff. That's why I was not like. Yes. I was like, have I seen this before? Is this the right movie? Apparently, I've seen it three times on Sci-Fi. <laughs> Guessing even when I was young, I turned yeah. it off before the yeah monsters this, showed up. This movie is yeah. it exists. I I will I will maintain the first AVP gives you more or less what you're expecting. Yeah, no, but I agree. this is yeah. but this is a whole nother level. It's mm-hmm. like what did you do? It's the Strauss brothers. What a haven't is that done who directed it? Yep. Colin and Greg Strauss, or as they refer to themselves in the credits in the credits, the brothers Strauss. Oh, that's oh, stupid. They think oh, they're clever. No. Have <laughs> uh, they made anything else? Uh, one other thing, uh, I forget the name of it, but it came out in like 2012 and completely flew under the radar. Uh, but yeah, it's just bad, and it just yeah. it just has nothing to it just has nothing to offer. I have not, I get nothing out of this. There, movie. like, there's no cool action. There's no cool suspense. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Did you find it? They made Skyline. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, I oh that, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there you go. There's and a bunch of Nickelback videos. Those are, the, those are the those are the crossovers. I don't even remember how this ends. Uh, it ends um, with um, they acquire some predator technology and they say the world isn't ready for this, and they close a briefcase and the credits start. Wow! I think the so best crap. thing I can say about this movie is that it it's short. Uh, it's yeah, short. It's short. That's literally. Um, an alien bursts out of a child's chest. That's had some. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Show some stakes there yeah there you go avp it's so unremarkable it's so yeah, nothing it, we can't even really come is. up with anything it, to say but like the thing is it's not bad enough to offend me it's not it, like it, it doesn't it, it's weird like it's just a complete nothing this doesn't yeah. offend you no like i i, I, feel, I was I, never I mad like... at i was never mad at the movie i was never yelling at how stupid it was i was just like okay next it's just boring it's it so is boring, boring. Yeah. everything is boring about it. the the way what you guys are describing is the way i feel about the incredible hulk it's yeah. not morally <laughs> offensive, but it is terribly uninteresting yeah, exactly. and has nothing to offer whatsoever. Exactly. God, I hate that movie, and I don't understand why more people don't. Yeah. But anyways, um, let's let's get back to the actual Predator series, yeah. the ones that are uh, the ones that uh, are ostensibly taking place in the same universe. Let's talk about Robert Rodriguez's Predators, not directed he by Robert it. Rodriguez, but is on all the posters and stuff. It's actually directed by a gentleman named Nimrod uh, Antel. Uh, he's probably heard millions and millions of jokes about so his sorry. name. We're not going to We're not going to so sorry. Sorry. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. Um, so Predators uh, starts... Really strangely, the first thing we see is Adrian Brody falling yeah, out of the sky, falling. which is which is cool to start a movie, I guess. And like. has no idea. Clearly, has no idea what happened or how he got there. Uh, lands in a jungle with some sort of automatically deployed uh, parachute and comes across all these other people, all of which are have done some bad in their lives in one way or another, uh, and. They slowly realize, none of them know each other, um, they slowly start realizing, where are we? They don't know where they are, they don't know who each other are, and they come out over the precipice of this rock ledge, mm-hmm. and they see the, like what looks like the planet Jupiter, all of a sudden it's like, oh man, we're not on Earth anymore, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, predators actually really impressed me. 
in a weird way. I like. I actually like this movie a lot. So do I. Um, it's one of the better ones. I still have problems with. I it, think though. it's underrated. Yeah. There's a. It. I feel like it really. It really leans into the sort of what we've seen thus far with the sort of the predator lore, which is that they target. Uh, the bad mm-hmm. or the challenges of humanity. The, here we we learn as the movie goes on, they're quite literally gathering just the most what the humans would refer to as human predators, human predators, and just dropping them off and seeing. Let's see if we can handle them. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in in a weird way, it, despite of the no pun intended, somewhat alienating premise. It actually ends up being the most human of the movies. Yeah, I think it's a great study of the human condition and how it, like, how would these characters, which are very well done, how would they react mm-hmm. in this situation? Yeah. And I think it's very realistic as to how those, like, I thought it worked. Like, Walton Goggins' character is great. Topher Grace is weird, but he's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, Topher. Adrian Brody, I thought he was miscast, but his character was good, and I love Danny Trejo in this movie. Yeah, Danny Trejo and his minigun. Yeah, <laughs> love oh him. Oh my god, that's that's a sight. Uh huh. It's I, I found this movie to be very enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. I just um, to me, I'd categorize it as um, I, I put it in this category that I called the the okayest movies I've ever seen. Okay. Um, where there's there's nothing like that great about it. But it's it's still fun. But it's not. I can't yeah. I can't tell you why. It just like loses me when it's not action. <laughs> it, honestly, like when when they uh, meet up with Lawrence. That was weird. Yeah, that's Lawrence so Fishburne. so boring. That, that's probably I hate. That, I hate he was a weird character. Or I just hate it when when movies do that. When you're like you're in a uh, dangerous area you don't know, and then there's surprise, a there's there a guy who's time. been there. Jurassic yeah. Park three <laughs> or or War of the Worlds. Or War, yeah, exactly. With Tim Robbins. Tim exactly. Robbins. Like, it's like I, if, yeah. I can't stand that. Stuff it's like if Tom Hanks would have found a real dude at the end of Castaway. It's, oh, like, it's it's yeah, like a neighbor, and it's just like, like the big ball of bubble gum that SpongeBob yeah, has. Exactly. Yeah, it just brings the movie to a halt. It just, and, it doesn't make it, sense. It's where the exposition always comes yeah, out it feels it's so boring. exactly it feels like I the it. that like Lawrence Fishburne is the character is the writer's tool to explain this situation and because they have nowhere else to go uh-huh. to propel the plot almost yeah like they're about to die and then this person saves them that's yeah. what happens in all, Jurassic of, all of these three yeah, all of <laughs> with these the kid yeah like, exactly. Rambo kid yeah, yeah. Rambo kid yeah. Rambo Jr. still waiting for that um, spinoff how the hell I, do you I'm get ready. that dinosaur yeah. urine I'm, I'm ready for it somewhere. too funnel but anyway, funnel, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it does dip there. Um, yeah. That's the part that kind of loses me. Um, I wouldn't necessarily... I wouldn't say it's like a deeply effective story, but it is It is interesting. It's, I think it, it is serves, very interesting. It serves its purpose, yeah. which is to put unique characters in a unique situation on Predator Planet, which is something we've never seen before, which mm-hmm. I think they pulled off very well, mm-hmm. and to have... The, these news like there now there's predator dogs and there's um, really creepy crucifixions of predators who are yeah. failures and I thought I thought we really got to know the predators yeah, there, in this movie yeah there was like the the shrine stuff and mm-hmm. like the um, uh, like tombstone sort of don't they kind of have like tombstone kind of things yeah sort of um, or it's just like predator skulls yeah yeah pretty much. yeah there's various it's the, yeah that's that's yeah. really interesting it looks great. But I don't know. Some some about the movie just doesn't keep me around. It's nothing remarkable, but yeah. I think for what it is, 
it works really well. I'd recommend it to my friends. Yeah, my friends, it's a would, fun my friends would like it. I do think it's a complete vision. Yeah. I think that's the thing I yeah. like about it the most is that with the exception of that part in the middle, which isn't even, which to be fair, isn't that long, even though it's distracting. It's it quick, does, it's yeah. the, in terms of just runtime, it does, it's not a whole lot. Um, and I think I like how they keep it actually really mysterious. Mm-hmm. There isn't some big explanation of like, okay, and here's what happened. Here's how they got there. Uh, it sort of just throws you into it. Exactly. Like, we don't needs. need to know how the predators got them in the skydiving part or whatever. And like the only kind of explanation we get is from Lawrence Fishburne and when um, the the sniper character, what's her name? I don't remember the actress's name, but she kind of says, I am legend. I, I forget her name. She kind of says, she kind of refers back to uh, Arnold and is like, someone has seen them before back in 87 or something. In Guatemala. In yeah. In Guatemala. And, um, like that's kind of all the explanation we get because that's kind of all we need. You yeah, know, like this much. movie knows what it is. It knows what it's trying to do yeah. and it does it well. It's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a really well realized high budget, uh, Fan film. That's a good that that point, got yeah. that somehow got the rights to the to the characters and stuff. Um, it's just like okay, if you could do whatever you want, what would you do with this with this character with these characters, the Predator? It seems like someone with a really good idea mm-hmm. made this. Yeah, uh, and and like I said earlier, it's just it's it's just a really human story, in both yeah. the good and the bad. Yeah, there's a fantastic fight scene. The the samurai. Uh, yeah, that was the Yakuza guy. Great. That's like that's like something out of like freaking the House of Flying Daggers. Mm. <laughs> My goodness, that that and uh, really that's another <laughs> scene that just we get to know the predators really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just I think it just really well pulled it's off. One of honestly. the better ones. Yeah. Uh, some moments could work better, like a lot of movies. And again, it's not especially like hard hitting or effective, no. but it works how it needs to work. Yeah. I say. Yeah, it's, there's some fun action, in it, even though I think at times it's it's it, during some scenes it's just like spraying bullets at nothing for like yeah. a while. Like uh, someone when they get that like machine gun shotgun or whatever. Oh yeah, that's just like that. I I feel like that scene goes on for like a little bit too long where they're just ah, spraying everything. <laughs> that was but probably a reference to the first is, movie. yeah yeah. But yeah, it is what people want in the predator movies i guess but i don't know not for me okay fair enough but it yeah it's one of the better ones okay well uh not speaking of one of the better ones let's move on to the new release which is shane black's the predator uh came out last week and has been getting rather negative reviews uh, yeah. To be honest, not not a lot of not a lot of people are liking this. But one. I, I was looking at some stuff today, mm. like reviews for it. Okay. Um, I, I found some pretty positive stuff. Okay. Actually, like mainly positive stuff today when I was looking. So, for it. so what are people defending it? Um, oh god, what were people saying? Um, that, I mean, it's it's what everyone who talks positively about this movie is saying is that it's it's just dumb fun. Mm. That's that's all they're saying, which I agree with, kind of, <laughs> in a way. But we'll we'll, we'll get into this yeah. in a second. So it starts off very similarly to Predator, where we see the the ship flies by Earth. A smaller ship jettisons off of it, uh, starts flying towards the towards the planet. Then we cut to uh, Boyd Holbrook from Logan, the one armed villain, uh, who 
is uh, has a sniper trained on what looks like some sort of an arms deal or something in the forest, but then suddenly alien ship crashes down in the forest. So he decides he's see, okay. This part's dumb. <laughs> he it is dumb. <laughs> Boyd Hovrick is is supposed to kill these um, these people who have hostages, and he really doesn't want them to kill the hostage. Or actually, they don't, they don't really care. They 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 let you know that they aren't that afraid of these hostages dying. Yeah, which is great for <laughs> your army, I guess. Um, okay, but. Uh, he sees the predator ship crashing towards him. He decides, after he sees this, to shoot one of the guys, but then run away. It's like I'm getting my when, job done. No but he what. didn't because there's still like five other guys there, yeah. and they're just going to kill the hostages. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Just a ugh, lot of things so in this stupid. movie. Didn't oh, make this sense. movie's just okay. I, I was talking to you the other day. Yeah. Everything about this movie, you don't 100% disagree, agree with this, but I just think everything about this movie is awkward. Mm-hmm. The, the How jokes. So is it awkward? The jokes, which is what I was really excited for in a Shane Black movie, was, was like some, some good comedy. Any time that a joke sort of lands, they just beat the hell out of it. <laughs> like the uh, um, Thomas James. Gun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom, anytime Thomas Jane does his little like stuttering thing and there's a scene where he says something inappropriate and then Olivia Munn gets upset. Uh, and I then thought they that just, worked. It goes it on for goes like on 15 minutes. A lot, a lot of it goes on. They could have taken out half of that joke. <laughs> Probably. And cut it to put, seven and minutes. put those, uh, the, the, the screen time that they cut out into other scenes that are so chopped to hell that I can't mm. tell what's going on in them. Like, oh God. It's a, it, it is poorly edited, especially very, towards the very end. poorly towards edited. Towards the end. Oh, towards awesome towards the end, I would also say towards the beginning and towards the middle. <laughs> uh, the beginning, it starts, it's, it introduces like four or five different storylines that all start to converge. Um, and you're, and I'm vaguely following along. Yeah, I was fine. I was, I guess I was fine with the way that everything came together. Okay, um, hold on. I'm, I'm going to defend the first bit of this movie mm-hmm. where... The, well, okay, the action the, is great. So, what they do, which really, it, I nerded out in the theater. They have a real, I was so worried that they were just going to use CGI. So they get a real guy in a real predator suit with the real moving mouth things because the mouth things, that's the one thing they're going to CGI. But they didn't. It is a real mask on a real actor playing a predator. And he like uses them. He like bites a dude's arm and he uses them and it's great. And he kicks so much ass. And that I really, and it's he where he's destroying everybody in the lab. I thought that scene was amazing. That, yes, I will, I, gi- I will give that scene that. I, I cheered yeah. in the theater. I was blown away by that scene and how they like that that scene is they understand the predator. It's a very crowd pleasing scene. Yeah. And then like Jake Busey's in it, which is weird. <laughs> but it's it's I guess he's, yeah, he's I kinda like Jake. He's supposed Busey. to be playing the son of Gary Busey's character in Predator which 2. Which is so unnecessary. Which is crazily weird. Re- yeah, sense. weird and really unnecessary. Like I, we don't care. Um, yeah, really. But it's just kind of a little thing. <laughs> he's kind of funny in it. Yeah. <laughs> like he has one moment and I totally forget what it was, but it made me laugh. And then um, and then I think once the Predator's Predator shows up. 
I hate that. Uh, oh my god, that that really <laughs> pissed me off. This movie bothered me so much, you guys. I don't under. I, it, yeah, every time oh I had god. a moment that I I really liked, it would just come in with something that was weird and awkward. To me. So wh- what did you guys think of the the bigger batter prank? I I don't know. It it seems like a Hollywood move where they're just like. Make them bigger. I don't know. It's you CGI now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the CGI was not the best in this movie, actually. It was... It's, like, that's... to me. weird. To me, like, when in the in the lab scene, when he was, like, slashing people's faces, that predator had attitude and mm-hmm. personality, and you, he was determined, and you knew it, whereas this big, bad CGI dude comes in, and it's just like a... It turns into a video game. This, this predator is so boring. I assume it's motion capture. It's so... There's... He has no distinguishable movements. It's... It's... It's very unremarkable, and he just becomes this big punching bag that they they just shoot at, and he doesn't they, do anything interesting. They bring in predator dogs, yeah, which that was weird. do nothing except bring in devices for yeah. the characters to use. Yeah, <laughs> the predator. Spoiler alert! Uh, I don't think you care anyway, just for the predator dog stuff. But the predator dogs, they just they come in, they vomit something that the <laughs> character can use when they're about to die. Yeah. Oh God, it's so stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of Predator Dog ex machinas in this movie. <laughs> but real like I really wanna I really tried to like this movie in the theater. I I really put a lot of effort into defending it as I was watching it. Because I actually thought a lot of the character moments worked. I really liked um a lot of their interactions. There's a thing at the end where um there's there's really good interactions and then I thought the force field bit, I won't say what it is. Force field bit was, was on the, interesting. On the I, I, I did like it was that. Clever, that was, that was you know, clever. Yeah, it it was cool. It was kind of neat, but this really this movie really let me down because they we don't need CGI predators. And now that they have one big bad CGI predator, they're going to do another franchise with them. Hopefully not. What What did you guys should, should we? I, I guess we can't really say what happened at the end, but something out of a Marvel movie oh, happened. Oh no, at the end. it's some Marvel. Are you talking about that it's dumb suit tease at the end? Yeah, that I it's don't some Marvel care about. Exactly. level like fanboy like ooh like, but no it's one cares. Like, but no like, one cares. It's like someone was. It's like somebody described the plot of this movie to someone before it was shot, and they said, "Ooh, here's where I want to take it." Yeah, and then they shot that. And I don't. It's it's a teaser for a movie I don't ever want to no, see. No. This movie wore me down yeah. so early on, and it never got me to care whatsoever. I actually, I I actually kind of hated this movie. The more I think about it, I, I really can't. Did not hate it. When I think I back it. to it, I I can't think of a single thing I got out of it that wasn't negative in a way. It it never it never slows down enough to get me to care about pretty much about anything that's happened. The plot is just thrown together. Like we mentioned with the editing, it's hard to follow. Oh, it's just yeah. so much stuff happening. And the people it's happening to are potentially good characters in a different movie, but I hate the attitude they, they have. Yeah, they don't spend enough time so much. on them. So much. It's this band of misfits that all appear to come out of some sort of some sort of traumatic. I they don't feel like shame. I describe them as a dysfunctional A team. There you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. which which in theory could work, but the attitude they all have is vulgar. It's and it's, mean. It's one level and crass. 
and just fratty, broy. Essentially, I I don't want to point fingers, but essentially Shane Black characters. They all have the exact same sense of humor, and that doesn't appeal to me. I don't like it. I don't like these characters. I don't care what happens to them. I don't care what happens in the plot or with the Predators. The action is sort of okay, but that's sort of a given for me at this point. Yeah. And I can get that in a lot of places. By the time I was gearing up for the climax of this movie, I'm wondering, what am I supposed to be excited about here? I don't care about anything that happens. I'm just watching things happen on a screen, just waiting for it to be over. Yeah. Mercifully, waiting for all these plots to tie up. And it's just bad. I just don't, I just did not like it, frankly, at all. Yeah, climax, terrible. Um, I, I, I was talking to you the other day, uh, Shane Black, he, he likes to have like a cool sort of set piece for the, the finale where he kind of works the environment into either like a comedic moment or like part of the action. He's got like a great, um, ending set piece for, uh, nice guys with that whole, uh, I love not that casino movie. or it's like a hotel type. It's like a hotel, hotel type thing. And they, yeah. they really use like everything they about it. The, the car, yeah. um, they go from the roof down to the, yeah. they, they really use that same the thing pool. with the kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. This is just like a forest and it's, it's so, I, I know that the other predator movies take place in a forest, but this is just like, it's a boring, forest. it's a boring forest. How like, do you, it doesn't because how they how why it works in the other predator movie is because he uses the force. Whereas this big yeah. this big predator he doesn't cloak up once. He just walks everywhere. He's, he's like Michael Myers on steroids, except he's boring. And it's it doesn't this new the CGI I hate it. It really bothered me that yeah, some they of the decided CGI to is go really with this. Bad. Like it's not even that it was bad. It's just the concept of switching. And like he literally, they kill the real dude with the CGI. And what does that say about Hollywood more than anything? <laughs> That yeah. re- like that really got to me in a way it really shouldn't have. That is the orca ramming the great white shark out of the water. Yeah, yep. in orca. Yep. Look it up. You'll <laughs> thank me later. It ju- it just really it, this movie hurt my feelings. I hurt my. Soul. I don't hate it as much as you guys do. I know um, it sounds like we're overreacting. I don't even but hate I just, it at all. Like, yeah. Well, I don't dislike it as much as you guys do. I still had fun. I think the uh, the middle middle bits before the dumb baseball. Diamond scene. Oh, that was so stupid! Um, God, what an awful, awful scene. That uh, was so stupid. He with the nail yeah, set pieces in this are terrible. Except why, for the except why go for the, to a baseball diamond? Why yeah? Why a baseball diamond? It's, the only set piece that I, I liked was the uh, doctor or not doctor's office. The the, the lab area. Yeah, the lab. Like, the hey, lab area. Let's look at the thing. We yeah, got. that was that was fun. You guys know um, how this movie was originally going to end? Hmm. So Arnold helicopters in. And he goes, come with me. And then we need the best warriors. And then the little kid goes, me too. And then I goes, especially you. And then they fly away in a helicopter. And that was supposed to set up the next one. But like, I guess Arnold turned it down because he said the role wasn't big enough. Uh, Even though I guess it would be setting up a bigger role in the sequel. But now they've they've squandered that with this Marvel ending, which is so offensive to my anything. And... uh, I thought Arnold was going to show up at the end, honestly. Well, because they I really set it up. Be. They really build that Yeah, thing. and I was like, oh, no, is he is Arnold uh, coming no. out? And then he doesn't. He doesn't. No. No, anyway. this movie's just a disappointment. I know it sounds like we're we're overreacting so viscerally. This movie just just 
got to me. Like within a half hour, I just sort of, I so you know how how when you describe a movie that's just pure action, nothing else, you describe it as a turn your brain off movie. This movie turned my brain off against my will, and I was just. I was just in a state of just watching images go into my eyeballs, but feeling absolutely nothing. And I just, I, I just don't, it was just unpleasant. It's just an unpleasant experience. I really didn't like it. I'll, uh, I'll try to say some good things about it. <laughs> yes. um, there are a the, couple. The, the action is, is kind of I mean, nice sometimes. I only like the opening action. That was literally I like, yeah, the opening. What, so what did you like? When he first sees the Predator, I like the laboratory scene. The I lab like, was uh, like, that was it for me. That was like, few, that blew my the mind. The little tiny parts in the uh, in their house from the Predator. You like that? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, With the big dude? Yeah. And then um, <laughs> some of the stuff outside of the... You know that line... That really was like this movie. Like Shane Black did not spend a lot of time on this script. No, he where, really didn't. So it does where, not feel like a Shane Black movie. Exactly. Like it's kind of lazy. And so the, she, the the wife character, go, she goes, "He might be a terrible husband, but he's a good soldier." And I'm like, "Well, screw you, movie." Just play the national anthem right there. Yeah, really. So, like, where's your American that flag works for all the guys? Or I guess they kind of. They kind of poke fun at that line a little bit because yeah. they're like, mm, "That didn't inspire me," but yeah. I'll go. Um, but still, just a bad line, uh, bad bad writing in this movie. Re- um, I was very di- because really cringy because lines. The, like Shane Black, like Nice Guys, was such a well written mm-hmm. movie. Like that was a perfect script, and I was I was really looking forward to. This I think movie. I think the problem with it is he's good at making comedies with action in them. Mm-hmm. Whereas, Whereas this, this was is action, action with, comedy. with comedy. That's a perfect way of putting it. And very different things. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Like, those sound very similar, but... But they're different. Watch this, and then watch, like, Nice Guys or Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You'll exactly. You'll realize that... Granted, I have not seen Lethal Weapon movies that he's directed. Um, so he didn't he, direct He wrote... Or he, he didn't direct... two? Yep. Yeah. Okay. No, he yeah he just wrote okay, a couple. Then, yeah, never mind. But I, like, it's I, still very I much his mind. dialogue, yeah. his style. Yeah. You know, just a little Hollywoody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I what don't else can any, I say? About I don't have anything. Um, I, I do think there are certain. As much as I'm ragging on it, there are certain actors who I can tell are trying to bring yeah. something to um, it. Yeah. Sterling, Sterling K. Brown, K. Brown has a lot of personality. Very, it's it's not, very funny. Not I, a great it, character, but. Very, no, when, very strange. When he came on screen, I was like, okay, at least there's going to be a, a good actor trying to do yeah. something. I could not make I, heads or tails of him, but I like Olivia was still Munn. fun. Olivia Munn, I, I, I like her too. She was well placed. That everything I, I liked everything about her except her sense of humor, which it turns out is just the same as the guys. It's like, what a disappointment. All right, that 15 minute joke we were talking about earlier. Yeah, there, there was very limited humor. Yeah. Like, like there was lots of humor, it just didn't work like 90% of the time. Yeah. My theater was loving it, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my theater was kind of loving it too, but I feel like after it ended, everyone was like, Ugh, yeah. Mm hmm. Even even like though they were they were liking the movie yeah, while they were the watching it. The movie made you after not it, like this movie. After it ends, you're just like eh. the movie kept giving you reasons to say, "Oh well, now I don't like this movie as much as I did five <laughs> minutes ago." And it just it's like why would a movie? Yeah, do that? like I like the action. Um, it's it's really violent and like in a sort of like crowd pleasing like oh, oh like cringe yeah. sort of way, which I kind of had fun with. Um, 
Sterling K. Brown, is, I, I don't know. I kind of, I, I really liked all the parts that he was in because he was just like oh, his, his, his dumb little laugh that he does just killed <laughs> me every time. Um, he's just, <laughs> kind of weird. He's, he, he's just cool. Um, I like Travante Rhodes because I, I like. He was seeing, probably my favorite. I like seeing him in in other things. And he, he was probably my favorite. Yeah, he's 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 super cool. Um, the other guys, the Most the guy from. Game of Thrones, Alfie. Yeah, something. Well, he was like he in was this like, movie for like ten minutes. Yeah, like he, um, like he's kind of a name. They could have given him something. To do. Yeah, they. That was just distracting. If you've seen Game of Thrones, you'll be distracted the whole time. Yeah, by like, it's like how little his character has to do. Yeah, it's like you almost um, wait for him to do something because he's so prominent in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the other characters are fine. Like Keegan nice Michael Key is he? I think he's probably the funniest, but he's too over the top. It's it is a little bit too much. He, sometimes, he, it's but like he's yeah, trying he is, too hard to be the funniest. He's trying too hard to be this macho guy, and mm-hmm. it didn't work. I didn't like his character at all. You didn't like I thought it? It, I, I found it. I, I don't know. I keep. I said this before, but just mean spirited. There's it's just something spirited, about that movie that's just like sort honestly, of abrasive to me. Some of the jokes, kind of funny. Um, yeah, coming from him, Fine. but very much mean spirited. All the time. It's like Fine. it's it's like a trying to do kind of dark and absurd humor, but they they, they it does not they feel strike, like Shane Black. Dark they don't humor, strike like, that tone. It's so it's so strange because yeah. it it feels like a. I'll think. I'll think of. It feels like I don't know if Michael Bay directed an R-rated movie and had like oh gross uh, if he yeah if he directed like a movie that was R-rated with all these macho guys and he tried to add yeah. Michael Bay comedy into yeah. it it would it's sort of the same thing oh, where so it's Armageddon like, with comedy yeah okay yeah yeah um, <laughs> and not that there's not already laughable stuff in that I movie. love Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't love Armageddon for the same reasons that you love it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there is one more thing I want to bring up, which is uh, Jacob Tremblay's character, um, <clears throat> who plays uh, Boyd Hallbrook's son, uh, who is who's a character with Asperger's, I believe. Which um, is only... Which is... they With him and times that... When the script, when yeah, it's it well, I can tell that they're trying to make it relevant. So I can at it's least just the accountant. I can I can tell that they're trying to be sort of empowering with yeah. it. So at the very least, I can appreciate like they that. Ca- like they do have that very very standard over the top bully scene. Like ooh, look at oh, this chessboard. I was, so, I, was oh, that I almost was that terrible. That was like, terrible. I, I'm so sick of movies. Stop having over the top bullies. That's what. That's when I was like, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah, that's yeah. actually the moment I was like, yeah, oh, the, this is going to be a bad movie. The execution the doesn't land, but I can at least admire that they're, what, what they're trying to what do. they're trying to do yeah. there. I so. like the Halloween stuff. That was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> that was yeah. that was honestly the only time that I'd liked the Jacob Tremblay stuff. Eh, I goofy. thought I thought he was actually pretty bad in this movie. Um, well, like, because in the in, I don't know the end, his, he, his, they like, don't use acting, him properly. His acting when he's hearing loud noises is, I think, really bad, and that never comes up again. Yeah, his kids fighting predator and explosions are happening, but he's like fine. Yeah, they, it's a Even very a it's a barking. very convenient condition he has yeah. in this movie, and it, it like he towards the end he it just becomes kind of a regular kid where he's yeah, like no, it's hey hey watch yeah. out there's a force field and it's it's. It's they they really lose the one unique thing they have about them. Yeah, it's just it's it's one of those movies where I go in, I'm expecting to see something 
the movie ends and I'm still and I'm still not understanding what I'm supposed to be getting out of it. It's it's almost like I might as well have not even watched the movie. That's sort of the attitude I feel about it. I just yeah, I just just couldn't get anything out of it and it's really really disappointing, I think. It it yeah, it it was a very disappointing movie. Um I still had fun with it, but yeah. And I actually weirdly would recommend this to most of my friends because I know that well, you it's have the kind Jason of movie. Friends. Yeah, I got well. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I got friends who like. Now you see me. Uh, I would. I would recommend no. this to them. I feel like they would. This really like is it. the Godfather compared to Now You See Me. <laughs> I will. Now you see me. We're not going to talk. Oh, we yeah, can't. No, we we can't got. Start. We got the Now You See Me we, man. We can't start. Yeah, that it doesn't exist anymore. Oh well. We'll have to. Read we'll we'll do it again. I'll, I'll gladly rant about Now You See Me. All right. Some other time. We can't talk about that right now. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, we here's what we can talk about right now. On that brilliantly uplifting note, let's. <laughs> We're going to uh, we're gonna get to the feedback section. This is of course our new segment that we want to do weekly. Uh, Hello, feedback. Now now we can because we're all caught up. So this is everything you said, uh, all of your comments from last week to our uh, episode where again we responded to all your feedback. And here we go. Our first comment comes from Plain White Rapper. <laughs> no W this time. I wonder who it could be. You know me by other names, <laughs> but I will use this moniker going forward. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to come right on and say it. This is my dad. <laughs> really? Yeah, my dad, my dad told me I want to come up with a, with a new commenter name. Oh, I like wow. it. I like and, it. And so I guess for whatever reason, Plain White Rapper was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> with no P-W-R. W. With no W. Oh, you wait. Yeah. You wait. <laughs> Uh, great episode. Thanks, uh, Mr. Plain. The Star Wars commentary responses were great. Yeah, we talked a lot about Star Wars. Uh, most of the episodes. We had a lot to say. The comments seem to have hit a nerve. Very cryptic. I wonder what that means. Here are some suggestions for future episodes. One, James Cameron episode. Yeah, sure. I, I can see it. Why not? Let's get, we're not going to be uh, giving short shrift to anything coming out soon. Two, Tim Burton episode. It'd be long, but I'd, I'd be open to it. Yeah, I'd do it. Three, the Coen Brothers episode. That would be a very interesting episode, especially considering the inconsistency. <laughs> yes. To their yeah. And four, cult movies slash directors. I yeah, would love that. We, we'd need to prepare a little bit more for that, but I can see us doing all these going forward. <clears throat> As for uh, movie suggestions, I recommend for viewing Blood Simple by the Coen Brothers was their uh, debut. And in fact, we have a poster of it in our basement. Mm-hmm. Gripping stuff. Also, I have a recommendation for Jason. Tape heads. <laughs> okay. With John um, Cusack and Tim Robbins. Ooh. Two words. <laughs> production values. Okay, so my dad des- described this movie to me. I can't describe it to you on this show because <laughs> it is adult content. Okay. Uh, but it does, it does sound like something you'd, you'd be able I, to latch onto. Sounds great. La- later, pod people. PWR. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Plain. Yeah, Mr. Plain. And then No Chance <laughs> said, is this Eminem? <laughs> I certainly hope not. I, I certainly yes. hope my dad is not Eminem, I don't believe. And then here we go. Burt's Bees Reynolds. Oh, yes. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Oh, hello, A-T-A-I-G. I imagine Tommy was a... 
Oh, hello, a taggers, longtime listener, first time commenter. Just wanted to chime in and say, dinos should have feathers and should fly. <laughs> of course, you're damn right they should. Gusto was absolutely a ghost protocol. Mm, Better I believe it. Bring back John McTiernan. Thank you very much. I believe that's an exact quote from Anthony. And in fact, I imagine you saying that in Alan Rickman's voice. Bring back John McTiernan. Please right, do. Hold up. Look, look at this picture of John Cusack in tape heads. There you go. He's look how. He looks like Shia LaBeouf. Got a nice he little, does. Oh, wow. He looks like Shia LaBeouf. He does. A nice little mustache there. I'm going to uh, see that. Martin. Martin Scorsese, I hope. That would be fascinating. That would be amazing. you imagine that? Looking so, for writers? Yes. <laughs> Yes, you're back. I've been meaning to comment for a while, so I'm listening now. You guys are awesome. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you very much. Short and sweet. I love it. Here we go. Chance the Rapper with a W. (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, So Chance uh, had left a comment saying that the new, the Disney Star Wars movies are not for everyone, and we had asked uh, for a little bit more of an explanation on that. Uh, What I meant by my comment, they're not for everyone is that not every movie has to be beloved by everyone. For one thing, it's impossible, and it works both ways. Excuse me. If you love the movie, get over it if someone (laughs) hates it. Uh, If you hate it, don't worry so much about other people loving it. Chances are you'll change your mind someday, or they will, or neither of you will. I love how they literally, Chance literally covered every base by saying that. Uh, you can't control the countless subjective circumstances that affect what you think about any given art, and it's a fool's errand to choose validation from others. Like what you like, hate what you hate, plenty of people didn't like the original Star Wars when it came out, but we tend to rewrite history and assume that movie was for everyone. It certainly wasn't. No. Uh, Empire Strikes Back's opened to very unflattering reviews at first. Yeah, that's the thing we tend to forget, is that... Uh, it was really? sort of yeah. It, it was a, it took a little while, not long, but a little while for it to catch on. For my money, the best Star Wars films have been good because of their weirdness and bold visionary style. Check out the uh, the Ewok movies; you'll love them. <laughs> uh, so it's I actually so it's actually not surprising for me to see some folks who appreciated the vision of New Hope not exactly enjoying a a different vision for a new film. Yeah, that all makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, I think uh, well. When when you know you say stuff like it's um, don't try to don't don't hate people who like them or hate them. Obviously, that's just people having discussions. Yeah, mm-hmm. mostly that's. But but I do feel like this is very uh, directed at. This is at the toxic people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are who? Who must be eviscerated? <laughs> the Chad who hangs. <laughs> okay, I love it. Hanging Chad. I couldn't agree more with uh, with Anthony's point about your favorite or least favorite movie not necessarily being about a film's objective quality. While we're on that topic, my favorite movie ever is Back to the Future. It's a very personal choice for me, and I would never try to claim it as a masterpiece. Uh, why not? It's I think pretty it's pretty damn fantastic. Pretty, yeah, I, I, it's a masterpiece of you know time like travel it. movies. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so th- so that makes sense. Uh, the favorite, least favorite. Um, <laughs> I didn't really say it at the time, but I, I tend to sort of just talk about uh, things in terms of favorite. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like uh, even when you're, when you're saying something's objectively the best, it's still coming from your own objective or subjective experience. So, uh, well, I think oh, there are ways to back it up, though. I suppose so, but you can't like measure quality. You know? That's just what I'm saying. Like, like it, it's still subjective, even when, you're, even when you're saying it's objective. But... Uh, whatever, however you want to look at it. This is 
I just read this name. This Here is my go. favorite name. So, so this, this is a little confusing. So this comes from commenter Gene the Met Emoji, but I hate that name because it's not funny anymore. I'm sorry that I picked it. I think that I will just go by my regular <laughs> from now on, which is Aaron because H. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> because H indeed. Okay. Yes, because H. <laughs> Fantastic. And the profile picture is a little penguin. How about Love a, it. A little Love penguin. It. Hello, everyone. I've been listening to the show from the very start. Well, since the podfather picked you up, because that's when I knew you all meant business. You'd better believe it. And I have to say, the podcast is great. I'm glad you're all back. Thanks very much. Or as uh, Captain Jack Sparrow would say, thanks very much, mate. I don't have much to say except for a little pitch I have for an episode idea. If you would be so kind as to hear me out, no. we would be so kind. No, we we would. If 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 it's a good one, if we like it, how about an episode wherein Ooh. all you talk about are wait a second, where all you talk about is one movie, analyze it, and what's it about, or what you think it's about in a way which focuses more on analysis <laughs> than criticism. Jason, you're oh, laughing. No, I'm seeing two of these movies, and I could spend like. <laughs> three episodes talking about each the, each of these. The movies which come to my mind for such a thing are Blade Runner. Yeah, I could talk a lot about Blade Runner. Citizen Kane. That's a that's a movie. <laughs> that I've heard of it. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna slap you with a wooden plank one day. Mulholland Drive. Yeah, I could really that talk one, about that. That one is that one's sort of off the wall with its craziness. Jeez, I love that movie, but no uh, idea what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Just as examples to get the ball rolling. What do you think? Yes, no, maybe so. Yes. It would it would have to be a movie like that where we yeah. where Mulholland dissect it for hours and hours and yeah. hours. Um, like we couldn't talk about Predator Two for an hour unless we really we tried. That'd to. be hard. Well, we'd have to like go scene by scene. Yeah. But that's boring. Go shot by shot, like yeah. Ebert. Yep. Uh, whatever it may be, I look to whatever you do next because you have a rather compelling group dynamic and consistently interesting discussion. Sincerely, Aaron, in parentheses, that's me. I suspected as much. Aaron. Probably. Uh, and then Aaron responded to his own comment. This is, this is perplexing here. So Aaron responded to the comment saying, Apologies, my name is supposed to say Gene the Met Emoji, but I hate that name because it's not funny anymore. I'm sorry that I picked it. I think that I will just go by my regular name from now on, which is Aaron Because H. I still don't know what Because H means. Yeah, who's H? Hey. Or is it H? I like this name even better. Yeah, maybe it's H, like they say in, uh, in, the, in the UK. H. And then here we go. Yancey. Said uh, Mulholland Drive would be awesome. Yes. Yeah, that would be would. weird. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen that. Oh, Ooh, hell. get ready. To. Um, you know what? It, it's the it's kind, list. It's Don't watch the it kind of movie that you would hate but say I get why other people love it. Okay. It's, I feel it's like. weird. Or, or it'd be, I love it. Or it'd be one of those anomalies where for some weird reason you actually love it despite all <laughs> expectations. Like it, it still baffles me that you loved Annihilation as much as you did. Yeah. It would, yeah. Like that's, it that's, me. that's sort of the, the opposite the, oh, from what I would expect. Yeah. Uh, from plain white rapper with a W <laughs> probably still my dad. I assume slight change to my online identity going with plain white rapper, uh, think Repo Man more than Eminem. Okay, so more punk than uh, popular. Here are a few movie suggestions in addition to Blood Simple. So these are just recommendations. Body Double Ooh, by Brian De Palma. Uh, True Lies by Love James Cameron. Love that movie. Simply Never to watch Bill Paxton do his stuff. Uh, my Cousin Vinny, lawyers love this movie. I love that movie. My dad is a lawyer, so he would know. Ooh. The Verdict... 
Paul Newman as a washed up attorney. Lawyers also love this movie. Features an early Bruce Willis in an uncredited role as a courtroom spectator extra. Really? Yeah, I've seen The Verdict. It's actually a, it's a, it's a Sidney Lumet film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't quite dig on it the way I probably would now, but I, I would, I'd be interested to go back. I don't remember the Bruce Willis cameo, so it must have been pretty small. And Life Force. Space Vampires. I'm looking this up. Sounds like a Steve Miller song. Need I Say More? Steve Railsback, Movie Star. Very cryptic, Mr. Plane. Have fun and welcome back. This oh, time. This, is, this movie's already in my watch list. PWW. Life Force. Life Force, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it's Toby Hooper. <laughs> oh, how about yeah. that? And one last one. It's. It seems like from Plain White Rapper. Big fan of ours, it seems like. I will resist changing my online alias to Blue Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fun story, isn't it? I was vomiting Blue Gatorade yep. viciously yep. during our yep. Mission Impossible episode. <laughs> but I reserve the right to change my name to it in the future. Here's another movie to add to a recommended watch list. The Stuntman, starring Peter O'Toole and that movie star Steve Railsback, who also starred as Charles Manson in the TV movie Helter Skelter. Ooh, about that? I've heard of that. It's a, it's a movie about making a movie, in a way, nominated for three Academy Awards, popular with critics and moviegoers alike. Note that, and then this is weird, completely out of nowhere, note that Roger Ebert did frame-by-frame analysis and discussion of Citizen Kane and Pulp Fiction at seminars for years before his death. Okay, Um, sure. I will note that. Thanks, Mr. (laughs) Noted. How about this? Since you're recommending so many things to us, have you ever watched anything that we've recommended? I'd like to know that. (laughs) Yes, I I would like to know. And And then... the what, the craziest comment we've ever gotten probably comes from Mikey Smalls. <laughs> Jason is dying laughing right oh now. Oh my god, this Said, is my favorite comment. Sup brothers, <laughs> Cadillac here. I've had enough of Sam reading comments, <laughs> so I read mine for you. And then there's a link to it to it. To a URL, to a, a web page. This is this is bananas. Where this gentleman this actually recorded himself reading the comment. <laughs> it's got nine views right now. And Mikey Smalls, if you think we're not playing the comment right now, you're sorely mistaken. Here's Mikey Smalls with the with the latest comment. Jason, try I to think, suppress I your think he says it. I think he says it better than any of us could. Here we go. What's up, brothers? Cadillac here. I've had enough of Sam reading comments, <laughs> so I read it for you. <laughs> anyway, all I gotta say, uh, Miles Teller don't need saving. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all, brothers. <laughs> My boy Miles is on a roll. Turn it off. His I can't do it. Yes, yeah, you can. I, Rabbit hole was fine. <laughs> and then Project X. Boy, don't even get me started on Project X. <laughs> so freaking relatable. <laughs> Techler now, don't hold Rabbit on. Rabbit Hole came with Project X. Okay. Like the one came out. Project X sucks. It does. Uh, and we had 21 and over, more relatable. <laughs> Whiplash, we all know and love. And then we have the terrific double whammy of that awkward moment. And two nights stand. <laughs> Great stuff. Double whammy. Between those two, I love those movies. Whoops, my snapback fell off. Your snapback fell off. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. 
the dreaded three movie road bump both in Surge and Fantastic Four Legion. It's a shame that that had to happen. Yeah. Really a shame. But it ain't no problem. It, it ain't no problem. Of course not. Get, get a job, which is a blast. Get a job. War Dogs. Amazing. I love War Dogs. Love okay. the characters. And how many times do I have to say it? Relatable content. I love to War Dogs? Apparently. <laughs> Bleed for this was next, which was... That was hard. That was uh, hard. I love that movie. Great stuff right there. Only the Brave was emotional. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I love that movie too. And then, thank you for your service. Kind of trash, not great. But don't worry about my, that, Miles. Don't worry about that. Thank <laughs> Miles. You Miles for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I think it goes Miles. without saying that Miles Teller is the actor where when I, where I see everything he's in. And then, also. How you disrespect my homie Kel <laughs> without Kelder and Keenan. Okay? Oh shoot, my frat brothers are out the door. See you, homie. I knew like this. Like his Audi 3000. Deuces. <laughs> okay. You sound Some like brothers? your favorite. You, uh, Mikey Smalls, you sound like your favorite movie is uh, um, Wolf of Wall Street and I Am Legend. You sound like that kind of guy. Yeah, do I you, hope everybody doesn't start doing that now. Do you know yeah. this? No, yeah, that was that was like a once in a lifetime thing. But Jason, do you sound you sound like you know this? Gentleman. I think I do. You think you know this person? I think I do. I don't want to out him on here, but I do. Okay, so that's fantastic. So in case you couldn't hear that well, uh, basically <clears throat> took me and Jason to task for saying golden. that for saying that Miles Teller needed saving. Um, I'm crying. Which I think we had said mostly as a joke because I think what we were <laughs> yeah. what we were getting at is that like it's it hasn't been since Whiplash that a Miles Teller performance has really like hit you yeah know, in any sort of uh, massive substantial way. Um, I've never liked Miles Teller. Yeah. Oh no. Did I say it? <laughs> the the, uh, the movies that you say you don't like out of his filmography on here are actually the ones where he gives his are his best performances like Rabbit Hole he's pretty good in um and I I don't know why I can't find it right now what, um, the Spectacular Now and Spectacular Now yeah. yeah those are his best movies which you seem <laughs> to not like yeah um but yeah. I think I think the point that uh, that Cadillac is trying to make is is that uh, if you know where to look, it's then Miles Teller is probably doing fine, uh, just not in a big way. He said no to La La Land. Well, there it's you go. Really did. Yeah, I think four war dogs and, or something. And, and you are right. There is no Keenan without Kel. That That's was true. somebody else. So this don't even. True. So don't don't get on us about that. But. That's that's all of our <laughs> feedback. So, that was fantastic. Uh, if uh, this again, this is going to be the weekly segment. So, uh, if you want to comment, go to uh, johnnegroni.com and uh, no more audio comments, please. That was, <laughs> that was just a one-time thing. But if we get another one, if we get another one, we'll we'll. Uh, we'll quit the show. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what we'll do. We'll just end it. Uh, but yeah, or you can also email us podcast at gmail.com. Uh, also follow us on Twitter at AnywayCast, where we post all the links and everything. Um, and I think that was about it. Pretty uh, somewhat uh, somewhat uh, interesting episode, I hope. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that's all we got. I'm Sam. I'm Anthony. I'm Jason. And we'll see you next time.